0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen. Uh, So I just read this morning about how only 22% of the Level 1 candidates passed uh, during this last exam. And then somewhat ironically, uh, the last chapter in this book I'm reading, Big Mistakes, The Best Investors and Their Worst Investments by Michael Batnick, Uh, the author goes in to telling a personal story about his own struggles trying to pass the cfa program and get into the industry so i thought you know maybe this story would be inspiring to some of you out there so let's dive in Uh, he says i wasn't one of those kids who bought their first stock when they were 11. i didn't read the wall street journal in high school and i didn't build algorithms in my dorm room i didn't take high school seriously at all Uh, But I got by and did well enough on the SATs to get into a good business school. Uh, But uh, it's amazing what happens to your grades when you don't go to class. He got a 1.2 GPA his first semester, followed up with a 1.1 GPA. So he was asked to take a year off. He went to community college for a year, got his grades up, went right back to the university, and then got kicked out again. Uh, In hindsight, there's something not so terrible there's something not so terrible about hitting rock bottom at 20 years old, but at the time, it was completely humiliating. I came home again, and this time it was permanent. I remember sitting in the car with my father, tears running down my face, and without any answers for him. He wasn't angry, more like disappointed, which is far worse. Uh, so let's see, he had some shitty job selling insurance before he was introduced to a real uh, financial advisor who encouraged him to get the CF... Um, to do the CFA program. So we spent every day at the library studying, reading finance books, and catching up for lost time. I became obsessed. I was on a mission. I would find my way into the industry come hell or high water. But there were a few challenges I'd have to overcome. My resume was garbage. The financial world was in free fall. This was 2010-ish. And my mother was dying. So he actually sat down for the CFA, and he felt pretty good. Uh, He passed it. Uh, He was sending his resume all over the place, but he wished he did more. He says, I wish I had the chutzpah to email strangers and walk into branches, but I didn't yet have the confidence to do that. I'm going to take a break right here. So I always tell people, network, network, network. It's the most important thing. Let's see. So in 2011, I sat for level two of the CFA exam. Uh, when I took the test, I said to myself, how many people in this room have zero industry experience? For the first time in my life, I was proud. Uh, I went from someone who thought education was a joke to a laser-focused learning machine. But the test went horribly, and I knew when I walked out that I didn't pass. My mother died a few days later. It was the hardest thing I've ever experienced. Uh, then he started making these really bad trades, uh, trading three-times-levered ETFs. He started uh, shorting Netflix. It's never a good idea uh skipping ahead here so a friend got him an interview with for what was the position called as an internal wholesaler at a big asset management company so he just flew through the interview and he got to meet the boss and he let slip that he was studying for the cfa exam and the boss was like whoa 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 stop the clock why are you studying for the cfa The CFA was for analysts, not internal wholesalers. And so here he was studying for the CFA, thinking that would get his foot in the door, and it actually got the door slammed in his face. Uh, So he next got a job at a discount brokerage. Uh, The person said, You don't have much experience, but I like you. I'm going to take a chance on you. I was on cloud nine, and then I was crushed. My resume was sent to HR, and they called about a ding on my credit report. Uh, basically just from when he had a roommate some bill wasn't paid and he was the, the manager that hired him w- left and they were told oh the new manager will give you a chance and of course the new manager uh, didn't so it was back to the library and he thought to himself that maybe a career in finance just wasn't in the cards so let's see he got a inconsequential in, in he got this third interview and it didn't go well and he that night that he got the email back he was at a basketball game and the email said just you know hey, thanks but no thanks you know you're not you're not gonna get the job and so when he's on the train heading back from the game he uh he's reading this tweet by his favorite investor josh brown who i've never heard of and then his his blackberry dies and he's like ah fucking perfect and he looks up and there's josh brown On the train with him. And so he taps him on the shoulder, and Josh Brown is nice enough to talk to him, gives him a card, and then a few weeks later, on Josh Brown's blog, he posts that he's hiring. And so this author he sent in his resume and he got hired, and bada bing, bada boom, he ended up passing the CFA, and everything worked out well for him in the end. Now, does that mean everything is gonna work out well for everyone? Well, no. Uh, So, if you didn't pass the first level of the CFA exam, it's, of course, some time for some reflection. Is this necessary for what you want to do? Okay. And if you decide it is, then that's only you can make that decision for yourself. But if you decide it is, then, well, why'd you fail? what, What can you do differently? Can you put in more hours? Can you study smarter? Just... You know, just make the adjustments like what do you got to do and just get right back on the horse success always comes with failure. But failure doesn't always come with success. Uh, The difference between someone who succeeds and someone who fails is just that person who tries that one more time. So I've always really liked Arnold Schwarzenegger as a personality. And one thing he talks about is how in the weight room, like failure is key. Like you lift the weights until you physically cannot anymore. And that is how your muscles respond and grow bigger. And steroids obviously helps too. Well, it's the same thing in life. If you never failed anything, that's because you've never tried anything that was really a challenge. Uh, the fact that you're trying things and failing shows that you are trying to grow as a person. And that is encouraging. I know it might not seem encouraging when you, when you fail. Like, it sucks to fail. I mean, who the fuck likes to fail? It's like, show me someone who likes to fail and I'll show you a fucking loser. You know. But uh, at the same time... It is part of the process. I wish I had more for you, but um, I will close out the show by saying that hey, if you want to reach out to me on Reddit or Twitter, my inbox is always open. And, well, uh, yeah, have a good one, man. See ya. Bye.